0: It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast, and it is presented, of course, by DraftKings, and I am Ross Tucker, former NFL player, now a bunch of media gigs, And a ton of podcasts. Love the college draft podcast this time of year. It is awesome. Gosh, the draft will be here in what? Six weeks now? Maybe seven? That's amazing. That's going to be so fun. We'll be diving into the skill position prospects here on the Fantasy Feast podcast. Because it is important that you have a frame of reference for how you feel about these players before They go to a specific team and situation because then you focus on that team and situation and you forget what you thought of them as a player, which, by the way, is exactly what today's show is about. Today's show is about free agency. Check me out on social, please, at Ross Tucker NFL or us, at Ross Tucker Pod. No matter what platform you're on, we are there and it's a great way, especially Ross Tucker Pod, to see the highlight clips of the other shows, even Money, Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can always check us out YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL or be part of the community. Patreon.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Star of this show is the one and only Joe Dolan at FG underscore Dolan. He is the fantasy gangster and he is going to help us navigate some of the important guys we want to talk about for free agency because... It'll be here before you know. In fact, just a little bit of a tidbit here. While you guys are watching or listening to this, I might be traveling somewhere. So we recorded this a little bit earlier, so there might be some guys that got franchise tagged, and we're talking about it without that knowledge, although we probably have a pretty good idea of which guys we think have a pretty good chance to get franchise tagged. You know, we didn't last week, Joe when we went over uh, John Hansen's top nine fantasy lessons, we did not talk about tight ends at all. I mean, is there anything to be said there other than if you don't have Travis Kelsey, good luck? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the lesson is there.
1: Um, I don't know how much of a lesson there is to learn about the tight end position other than um, I think I am going to be kind of dabbling in some of these young breakout guys like Chigakonkwo. Um, And Jelani Woods, I think are going to be guys I'm going to draft. But man, if you didn't have Travis, TJ Hawkinson really started to become the guy um, when he moved on to Minnesota. And I think really you want to look at even Mark Andrews didn't have a great year. You know, he was dealing with injury. Lamar Jackson was dealing with injury. I still think people are going to be excited about Mark Andrews. But you really want a tight end, I think, from a team that has, again, a narrow kind of target tree. Dallas Goddard had a great year and would have been better if he didn't get hurt. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it might be a go big or just kind of take three shots in the dark at the tight end position and try to cobble one together. It's a really difficult position to draft for fantasy. Of course, we have a very intriguing rookie class incoming, so we'll see if that happens to change matters.
0: We will get into that intriguing rookie class at tight end in future weeks here on the Fantasy Feast podcast. Um, What are your thoughts on Dalton Schultz? Maybe we can start with the tight ends from a free agency standpoint because I guess I kind of feel like the Cowboys will tag Pollard rather than tagging Schultz again. Yeah. Uh, That would be a tough loss for the Cowboys if they didn't have him. You know, he missed – Uh, four games last year still had eight touchdowns and 619 yards Joe Um, what do you think about Schultz whether it's in Dallas or somewhere else
1: so this is something that might upset Dak Prescott if he were to hear it but like after watching that cowboy offense this year and the lack of speed that they had from really anybody outside of Tony Pollard um, you know, CeeDee Lamb can run, but that's not his game. I think the Cowboys need to stop settling for good enough. Oh, you know, Dalton Schultz, he's hes Dak Prescott's blankie, you know. he When we need seven yards on third down, he's either going to get us six or he's going to get us eight, you know, like one of those guys. I would think the Cowboys re-signing Dalton Schultz to a big money contract could end up being a mistake. He can't run. Um, you know, he's not somebody who's going to add speed to your offense. And if they do resign him, they really need to focus on adding speed at wide receiver. Michael Gallup was a disaster in his first season back from the ACL tear. Maybe he's better next year. Probably not something I'd be comfortable betting on if I'm a Cowboys fan. Um, so I'm not sure the Cowboys should resign Dalton Schultz. Uh, I'm just not sure. Like, again, he's one of those tight ends who for fantasy is kind of a diamond dozen. You can find that guy. Some weeks he's going to catch you five or six passes. Some weeks he's going to catch you two or three. I think he's probably a decent player. I'm not sure he's exactly what the Cowboys need unless they make a significant upgrade on the perimeter.
0: So a couple guys I'm curious in about Evan Ingram and Mike Gesicki, two more tight ends, Joe.
1: Gesicki was a bad fit in the Mike McDaniel offense and Gasicki ended up being a guy – I mean, we kind of called this one right. I thought he was a terrible fit in the in the Mike McDaniel offense. He really wants a tight end who blocks and can play in line, which is not Gasicki's game. And really, he ended up being a kind of a thorn for fantasy. He caught just 32 passes, which means he wasn't typically fantasy relevant, but five of them went for touchdowns. And you remember Mike Gasicki's touchdowns because he did the hilarious gritty after every one of them. Um, that is a guy who – they. The postulation is he will test the free agent market. That was obvious to me. He's going to go somewhere. Um, and He made good money. I mean, he was franchised last year. They couldn't move him. He's going to go, and he's going to find a team that is going to value his skill set. That is somebody who has the arrow pointing up on him this offseason um, uh, when he finds a new home. Gesicki is somebody not to forget about when we see what his new home is.
0: Evan Ingram, I can't imagine he'd go somewhere else.
1: There's apparently interest in him returning to Jacksonville. He just had a great season. Um, now, Jacksonville, obviously, is going to have much more competition for targets, presuming Calvin Ridley uh, is is brought back into the fold. Um, the NFL the NFL has to reinstate him. Um, I don't think there's been any indication that the NFL won't reinstate him at this point. But Evan Ingram, I think it, it makes most sense for him to go back to Jacksonville. And if he goes somewhere else, I don't know how excited I'm going to be about it.
0: Let's go to quarterbacks, Joe. I don't know. i of loaded. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, you know, I, we'll see if Lamar gets traded. I kind of doubt that. I, you know, I am curious about Lamar and that Monk offense, though.
1: Well, I like – I mean, I think it's a great hire. I think the Ravens were one of those teams where things had gotten really stale. And the, their wide receiver position was so bad, especially after Rashad Bateman went down the offense seemed to become easier to defend every year. Um, I, I'm just excited for change in Baltimore and I hope Lamar Jackson, if he's back in Baltimore, gets some wide receivers, but, uh, um, yeah, Lamar, I think these, these contract negotiations could be protracted. Um, but you know, when it, three months ago, I was wondering if Lamar had played his last snap in Baltimore. I'm starting to come off of that. I, I think that, It it makes too much sense for both sides to get something done here.
0: Geno Smith, you got to think he's going back to Seattle.
1: I think he's going back to Seattle, which, you know, allows us to – I don't know how excited I'm going to be to draft Geno this year, but it allows us to say, all right, D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, two guys who were undervalued last year, we can value those guys pretty highly because we know Geno can get them the football. I I don't think this precludes Seattle from drafting a quarterback, but I think Geno understands that, hey, for the first time in my life I was the guy, or the first time in my NFL career I was the guy, I want to go back to Seattle because uh, because they're going to give me an opportunity to start again.
0: Derek Carr, I feel like we kind of need to wait and see where he goes. Daniel Jones is going to go back to the Giants one way or the other.
1: Yeah, I think, and, and that, of course, has... Consequences at the running back position as well, because if Daniel Jones is looking for $45 million a year or whatever the number is, they're going to have to franchise him um, while they work this out, which could put Saquon Barkley on the open market. Um, but yeah, I think uh, my question is where does Daniel Jones think he's getting that money? What team is going to be desperate enough to pay that outside of the Giants? Derek Carr, I think everybody's re- kind of regarding as the best quarterback on the open market. Um, the question for me with Carr is, well, I guess I guess the two favorite spots, Ross, right now are New Orleans and the Jets, teams that, you know, New Orleans never wants to, to, to be in a rebuild. The Jets are ready to win. They just need a quarterback. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers situation is also kind of hanging over that. And again, we're recording this on March 1st. I mean, Aaron Rodgers uh, might have seen his shadow and decided he's going to retire. I like... Who knows? But the, the Aaron Rodgers situation, with especially in regards to the Jets, has a heavy impact on the Derek Carr market. But you would think Derek Carr is going to end up with a team, you know, with some veteran players on it. I found it interesting that the Carolina Panthers were expressing interest in Derek Carr because even though it's not Indianapolis anymore, I wonder if Frank Reich's kind of done with that. Like, oh, again, they're going to get me a, a, a veteran quarterback whose old team wants nothing to do with? Like, seriously? um, I don't know what you think about that, Ross, but I feel like Carolina, as by the way, as excited as I would be for DJ Moore, if Derek Carr signs in Carolina, it kind of feels like, Frank Reich probably wants to be on a team that's investing in youth at the position, as opposed to another retread. Even if Derek Carr is perceived as the best retread that Frank Reich would have coached in the last three years.
0: What about Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield? Are they worth talking about either one?
1: I think Baker honestly should go back to the Rams um, and learn under Sean McVay up Matthew Stafford, who we know has injury problems. Um, I think I think Baker should go back to the Rams um, he's not going to get a starting gig I think Jimmy G is more likely to get a starting gig somewhere else and maybe Jimmy G you know maybe lands in New Orleans if they strike out on Derek Carr you know maybe he goes somewhere where Aaron Rodgers had some interest I I think he's more likely to land a starting job but I do not think Baker Mayfield will the other guy who I think's out there who I am fascinated by and I want your take on this, Ross, because you're, you're semi-close to the situation, is Carson Wentz. And at this point, I think it's over for Wentz as somebody who, at least at this point, as we sit here in 2023, any, fan, any team is going to be able to say to its fan base, oh, Carson Wentz is competing for our starting job. That's over for Wentz. In my opinion, Wentz should understand that he's made nine figures, You know, things have obviously not worked out for him and go be a backup to a big time quarterback. That's, that's the way I view it should be for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz should go back up Josh Allen in Buffalo. Carson Wentz should go back up Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Somewhere where there is going to be zero pressure on Carson Wentz to perform. And you know, maybe he recoups some value like that. Maybe Josh Allen misses a game and Carson Wentz comes out and plays really well. Like, I, I don't know what you think about that, Ross. I know we've Wentz has been one of the most discussed players of the last three years, but I kind of feel like that's where his career is at this point. And if he wants to stick in the NFL, which is an open question at this stage, whether he's able to do that, I think that's his best chance.
0: Let's dive into some of these running backs, Joe. But before we do, let's dive in to some Labatt Blue. You know, when you're having a fantasy football draft or even just talking fantasy football, nothing better to take things to the next level than drinking some Labatt Blue Lights with your league mates and living life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Let's talk Saquon and Josh Jacobs to start, Joe. It's interesting. I kind of picture both these guys back with their teams, but you don't know.
1: Yeah, and the Jacobs one's really interesting to me because the Raiders, like at the beginning of last offseason, and, and I was guilty of this too. Oh my god, they're playing him in the uh they're playing him in the Hall of Fame game. They're gonna they're gonna bury this guy, and then he the NFL membership. And how much do you wonder? is that because he was in a contract year and the Raiders wanted to run him into the ground or how much of that was, oh my God, we can't let this guy go, especially if we're going to have a new quarterback. So, and I think part of the reason Ross, you might be saying the Raiders are going to maybe re-sign Josh Jacobs is as it stands right now, it seems like they're going to have a quarterback on a rookie deal or they go out and get somebody like a Jimmy G who isn't going to cost as much as Derek Carr cost them. Maybe they enter the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes and this is all moot. And Aaron Rodgers takes up a huge part of their cap and then they can't re-sign Josh Jacobs. But that's, what's going to make it fascinating because right now the Raiders I'm sure are kicking themselves in the butt for not picking up his fifth year option because they would love to get another year out of him coming off a 1600 uh, rushing yard season they would love to get another year out of him especially if they're breaking in a new quarterback understanding we're going to be able to run the football um, and I think one of the reasons why you look at these running backs and say and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here Ross is how many of these guys are going to get paid on the open market like
0: are both certainly the, not what they want
1: are both the player and the team going to be saying well the devil we know you know, I've raised this point with Miles Sanders when I was talking about my lessons learned. What if Miles Sanders is like, well, I'm going to get a three-year deal for $30 million. And Howie Rosen's like, no, you ain't. We'll give you one year for 11, come back here, try to win a championship again. And and then next year you hit the open market again and you have to go year by year. So I'm I'm looking at this saying like, Josh Jacobs is probably like, man, I'm gonna cash in, and he might and it, it might end up being a lot more than his fifth year option would have been. But how many of these guys are gonna go out and, and and get signed to a big time contract? And that's just the reality right now. And yeah, to me, that sucks. Because I think Josh Jacobs coming off a season, which he ran for sixteen hundred yards, should be paid handsomely. It's just I, I just don't know if that's gonna be the case. And I wonder if guys are like, well, I don't want to move. I don't want to learn a new offense. I'm not going to get paid by this other team. I don't know nearly what I think I'm worth. I'll just go back home. I wonder if that's going to be the case for a lot of these players, including Josh Jacobs. Um, I, I, it, Again, I look at these teams and I'm like, I struggled to, to find a fit. Not that Saquon Barkley wouldn't work on any team in the NFL or most teams in the NFL. Not that like Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs would be awesome in the Eagles offense. But are the Eagles in a year when they have half their starting defense as free agents going to be in the market, especially in the year when they might have to extend Jalen hurts going to be in the market for going out and paying 12, 13, $14 million a year for Josh Jacobs. So that's what it's really hard for me to find a fit with these teams because you're like, yeah, of course, Josh Jacobs would be awesome in the Eagles offense. Of course, Saquon Barkley would be awesome in the chiefs offense, but are these teams in the business of paying guys at that position? And, and, as much as that sucks, I think the answer to that is no.
0: I don't think Pollard's going anywhere either. No,
1: Pollard's not going anywhere. Um, um, the the Cowboys... Sanders
0: one is interesting. Like Sanders, I think there's a decent chance he goes somewhere else. I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how excited I would be about him somewhere else, Joe. To be honest with you,
1: well, his receiving production's gone down every year. The Eagles trust him less and less in pass protection situations. He fumbled on his first carry of the Super Bowl, and although it wasn't a huge problem for him this year, he did have a couple crucial ones, and it's been a problem for him in his career. So, if I'm looking at Miles Sanders, I'm like, if he does go somewhere else, I doubt he's going to get what he's looking for. Which is why I might, it might end up being we're just like, dude, come back to Philly. We'll take it a year again down the road. Come try to win a championship. Get back to the Super Bowl like that. That's the way I view it with Miles Sanders. You're right about Tony. Uh, Tony Pollard's getting franchised. Tony Pollard's not going anywhere. Um, again, you can argue how smart that is for the Cowboys. We saw what happened with Michael Gallup. They paid him a big, they got rid of Amari Cooper, paid Michael Gallup a big time contract coming off a serious injury. And we saw what happened with that. Tony Pollard's coming off a serious injury. You know, what's going to be the situation for Tony Pollard. But I, I think all indications are Pollard's getting franchised uh, by Dallas, a team. By the way, that is certainly shown it is willing to pay a premium for the running back position.
0: Joe, what about either like Damian Harris or Jamal Williams or any of these other guys?
1: I would imagine Jamal Williams is back in Detroit simply because of the DeAndre Swift injury situation and and the fact that Jamal Williams looks like a leader on that team. I think that's a guy who probably will sign a one- or two-year deal to go back there. Damian Harris is the kind of guy who, you know, let's say Philly lets Miles Sanders walk. And they're like, all right, Miles got a two-year deal for 25000000 million. We're going to get Damian Harris on a one-year deal for $7 million. And he comes in and he replaces there. I think Damian Harris could be the kind of guy who a team that doesn't place a high premium on the running back position views as somebody who's got some tread left on his tires. He's got some skills that they like. He's not really a third-down kind of back, but that's okay if you're the Eagles. You've got Kenny Gainwell. So I think there might be, he might be one of those guys who ends up on a team that needs an early down kind of grinder, a guy who can run somebody over at the goal line um, and doesn't place a huge premium on the running back position, but rather does view it as a safer bet to sign a veteran who's proven it than spending draft capital on the position. That's how I view Damian Harris. Um, I don't think he'll go back to the Patriots. They have Ramondre Stevenson. They drafted two running backs last year, so they're well equipped to move on. From Damian Harris, but that's kind of a guy who I, I view as somebody who could end up elsewhere, and it could be a a, a good move for somebody else. I think um, another guy who I view in that regard is Alexander Madison, who's been kind of buried behind Dalvin Cook. The question is, does Minnesota want to resign him, given the injury issues that Dalvin Cook has had? You know, he's going for shoulder surgery. He's had shoulder problems for four years. You know, so does Minnesota resign Alexander Madison? That's another guy. Again, you look at these teams that run the ball really well, like Philadelphia. I, I hate to keep bringing the Eagles up, but they're starting running back, who ran for 1,100 yards this year, is a free agent. Do they say miles is too expensive? We'll go sign Alexander Madison. You know, that that's a fascinating question to me.
0: Let's talk wide receivers, Joe. I know it's not real good, but our boy Greg Rosenthal's number one ranked free agent wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr., Let me just say, Joe, I will not be taking Odell Beckham Jr. in my fantasy draft. uh,
1: To to me, it depends on two things. Where does he sign and where does he get drafted for fantasy football? You know, like, I think Buffalo is widely expected to pursue Odell Beckham. I'm sure that that, that's a splashy move. So I'm sure Dallas is going to be involved uh, with Odell Beckham Jr. Um, How much does he have left? That's the question. And I think that's a very, very good question. But I think it speaks to the nature of this wide receiver class. That Odell Beckham Jr., who hasn't played football in over a calendar year, is considered the number one free agent wide receiver. Because look at the list of free agent wide receivers, and how many of those guys are you willing to say, yeah, that's a better player than Odell Beckham Jr.? Jacoby Myers, good player certain kind of player. Alan Lazard. Are you paying Michael Thomas? Who would you rather pay right now? Michael Thomas or Odell Beckham? I mean,
0: I kind of like Jacoby Myers.
1: I I do too. But like, I think Jacoby Myers is a piece. You know, I don't think Jacoby Myers is the kind of guy you go out and you acquire the way the Eagles acquired AJ Brown or the way the Raiders acquired Devontae Adams, or or the Dolphins acquired Tyreek Hill, and you say, that guy's a game changer. Jacoby Myers is a piece. You know, like, Juju Smith-Schuster is a, a piece. How many of these guys in the free agent market are better than a piece? The answer to me is none. I mean, Alan Lazard, A.J. Green retired. Oh my, I mean... Going down the board, even some of these younger guys, Paris Campbell, I think you know what wouldn't surprise me? I wouldn't be shocked if Cole Hardman gets one of the two or three biggest deals this offseason as a wide receiver. As a free agent wide receiver. I'm not talking about somebody signing an extension. Why? Because he's 25 and he can run. That's not there's not a whole lot of guys out there on this free agent market who could say even one of those things, let alone both of them. So, like, don't be – when you see me call Hardman sign somewhere for, like, four years, 45000000 million, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Well, compare him and compare his skill set to some of these other wide receivers out there. Teams will see the speed and they'll be like, we need that, so we'll overpay them. But, I mean, this is a brutal wide receiver class. Robert Woods just got cut. I think DJ Chark could maybe parlay his strong finish to the season into something decent. I mean
0: Can I ask you a, something? Sure. How come every time I watch the Giants play, Darius Slayton is good and makes plays and nobody ever talks about him? Yeah, like I, and maybe it's only when he plays the Eagles or when he's in prime time, but I feel like Darius Slayton could be good.
1: Yeah, and like the thing that's interesting about Slayton is he was buried by two different coaching staffs and two different general managers. So there's something there where he's not practicing well, or he's not showing up in meetings. I don't know what it is, but again, he's 26 and he can run. And I think giant fans are looking at him. Kenny Galladay obviously got released. We'll see him in the XFL soon. Um, giants fans are probably like, we need to re-sign Derry Slayton. We don't have the luxury. Yeah. Do we, do we need, if we're the giants, do we need to go get Jacoby Myers or ideally do we need to draft a wide receiver? Absolutely. But they need to re-sign you know, Isaiah Hodgins, who is an exclusive rights-free agent, so they're, they're obviously going to re-sign him. Uh, we need to re-sign Darius Slayton and understand that these guys are pieces, but we don't have pieces. We need pieces around the quarterback spot, which, again, that's unsettled as well. So the Giants, I mean, right now, their entire skill position tree is in upheaval. Um, I think we expect Daniel Jones will be back there. I don't know about Saquon. Because if they have to franchise Daniel Jones, that means Saquon's going to hit the open market. There are reports that Saquon's not even close um, to the number that the Giants are offering right now. But the Giants need to sign somebody at wide receiver because they didn't have any last year. And guys like Hodgins and Slayton were making plays for them. But, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you, like, this is a this is a free agent wide receiver class where you're really talking yourself into guys. And that is a dangerous class for me if I'm a general manager to be diving into.
0: What's interesting about it to me, too, is it's not supposed to be a great draft for receivers for the first time in a while. You know, there's not as many they're excited about there. So then it's like, do you wait for the draft or do you get Alan Lazard?
1: Yeah, right. I mean, I think there's good receivers in every draft. It's just that this draft doesn't have the Jamar Chase, the Devontae Smith, the Jalen Waddle. I mean, if you're looking at mock drafts, According to according to mock drafts, which might not end up being accurate or not, this class doesn't have a Chris Olave, a a Drake London, a Garrett Wilson in it. Let alone the elite elite guys like like a Jamar Chase. Um, so I mean, I think you look at somebody like Jordan Addison, who's got a certain skill set, Jalen Hyatt, who's got a certain skill set, who are all potential fringy first round picks, um, maybe higher than that. Jackson Smith and Jigba. But maybe it seems like, yeah, unfortunately, this is a really bad year to need a wide receiver, which also m- makes, you know, the trade market kind of interesting this offseason.
0: That is a good point, although Duke Tobin was pretty clear recently yes, that they're not trading T. Higgins.
1: Yeah, Yes, he was, and that reminds me of, uh, um, uh, you know, what was the the Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, we're not trading them, and then like three days later he was traded. But uh, no, I don't – I. I Duke Tobin came out pretty adamantly against trading T. Higgins. They want to win a Super Bowl.
0: Check him out on social at FG underscore Dolan. He is the fantasy gangster from fantasypoints.com. I'm Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL. You can always be a part of our amazing community of listeners just like you at patreon.com slash rtmedia, or take advantage of any of the sponsors, Rocket Money, Labatt, whatever, send me an email, ross at rosstucker.com, if you have a specific question that you want Joe to answer. Otherwise, next week, Joe, we'll already have some of the free agent news out. We'll be able to actually talk about these guys with their new teams. We'll record this next week on March 15th, and that'll be, exactly when free agency's starting but they have the 48 hours of tampering or legal whatever so uh some of that news should already be out which should be awesome you can always check us out youtube.com slash ross tucker nfl at ross tucker pod on twitter and facebook and instagram other than that i'm stuffed we're done Thanks for listening to the fantasy feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, even money business of sports and the college draft all available at Apple podcasts, Rostucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather emergency or time of day,